Welcome to the Born and Raised Audio Experience. Presented by Onyx. years you don't know yet you don't, you don't have to worry about me i'll just do my i'll do my dang job okay yeah, i wish you would i have questions okay welcome back guys we're back steve your knuckles just bleeding why are like you bleeding that's i work for a living <laughs> you guys i love this steve does oh, manual that's a great opener of the podcast uh welcome back you guys. guys are dairy milkers <laughs> you guys don't know what work is <laughs> oh brought to you by onyx Hunt and steve's <laughs> bloody napkin on his fingers i am bleeding um okay so last time uh, last episode we promised you well i guess we didn't promise anything but we said that we're going to do a two-part series on answering some questions off of instagram so noah's got the questions fired back up and uh let's get this two-part series done yeah, and you don't have to listen to these in any order, but if you do want to catch part one, it was on last week's podcast, so mm-hmm. go ahead and listen to that. There's there some go. good stuff in there. Uh, ben Olson, 132, uh, must-have items kind of in your pack, I guess, just in your truck oh, during good. elk season. Get okay. creative. Yeah, no, that's 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 good. Number one, toilet paper. I was going to say wet wipes. <laughs> <laughs> Charmin, no. extra soft, Charmin double ply. That's, 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 that's a must. And after last year, chafing cream. <laughs> <laughs> that That's a new one, yeah. You oh, might want to have that. shoot, guys. Um, <laughs> no, just like the main staple. So even if I'm just day hunting, let's just say I'm not even bringing food. Let's just say I'm doing a morning, a morning hunt. Um, I'm always going to have a knife. I'm always going to have game bags. Always be ready for that. So always be ready for the best case scenario, which would be killing an animal. And then your number one, number one thing after that is taking care of that animal. You work your butt off to get to that point. You might as well take care of it, Uh, especially in the summertime as far as flies, September, big blow flies and stuff. Take care of your meat. So buy a set of game uh, meat bags. Off of our website. There you go. Innocent plug, but we'll take it. Um, and I would say, too, like a couple extra batteries, headlamps. Maybe you're going to be out there all night. Yeah. And if not, like make sure you're with a guy like Steve who always has an extra headlamp. That's kind of a nice has, move. Yeah. Chase has one, too. Well, we do. We, we like to help the guys out. Hey. <laughs> I guess first and foremost, like, yeah, we're going. Just being honest. A ton of different Just being honest. Here. If we you don't have honest. a headlamp, Steve does. Yeah. <laughs> um, is... Just honestly, right off the bat, is your safety. So, 100%. Um, yeah, the sponsor of this podcast, Onyx. Like, Onyx is, is just that way you know where you're at at all times, not just for safety, but for private property, for all those kind of yeah. things for hunting. Um, it just, it's just a good idea to have. And, yeah. and um, just to know that the most important thing out there is you. Yeah. Right? Well, and I would I'm, say, too, also, if you can afford like an in reach, or spots. For communication for, style. Yeah, communication sort of styles. If, yeah, 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 satellite messen- messaging. Yeah. If you get into a situation. It, Those are always in our pack, no matter what. Yeah, 100%. We're in, yep. Always. So, um, I mean, you can go as far as you want, as far as, yeah. you know, cordage and all that stuff. Yeah. It's not always something that I would ever bring as far as, you know, having it on yeah. my, on hand. It's nice <laughs> and handy at certain yep. certain times, but if you don't have it, it's not a... Yeah, yeah. and we've actually world. done a gear dump video the last three years um and cody's really good about this stuff and building out spreadsheets and all that uh you know planning stuff so if 
if you're super <laughs> curious on like the ins and outs and exacts and brands and what we're using yeah. in your pack, you can go check out. If you just search gear dump on our channel, um, there's a whole plethora of videos that Another you can good thing, check out. Lightweight, Tyvek, something, yeah. house wrap something that you can use to lay on. meat on. Some, you know, it's very lightweight. Yeah. Yep. Just little minor things. So many little things. I mean, just a, a moleskin for your feet if yeah, you get you know, chewed yep. up or yeah. uh, tenacious tape if you get a hole on something. I mean, yep. all those little tiny things, but the main staples that you need are just to, you know, be safe and take care of what you're going after. Yep. This one, uh, why does Noah have such a weak stomach? So we can put, just pass that one on. Well, he's just weak. I think he's weak. Very stupid? weak. No, I, I think mean, it's more of like a filtering process. Like I actually have such he a gags strong. A lot. I have strong such a what? strong gut that you know my body gets rid of vile quickly. I don't even know if that's a real thing. That's just weak. That's just weakness. <laughs> I think that's yeah. That's weakness leaving the body. Puke yes, and rally. Puke and rally. Puke and rally. Anyways, it is what it is. Buckeye flight mechanic. Um, how many miles do you typically cover in a day? Ooh. On a normal elk hunt, so when we're just doing bugle and hike out of state, Oregon's different because there's a yeah. lot of roads, so we're going to certain, go certain spots. If we're just going to like a wilderness hunt, like Colorado or something of that nature, anywhere from, I would say, from 6 to 11, probably. 13, yeah. being, 13 being the most. And you'd be shocked how far you can go if you're yeah. just bugling and hiking and bugling. And I'm not talking about running. strategic about it. Correct. Yeah. I'm not I would talking say, about running. I'm not no. talking about, I'm just talking about just hiking. Around. I would say like an average round tri trip would be like 10. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. average. Because you're zigzagging. You're yeah. not just going straight miles. Yeah. You're no, going I think all over the map. Like the big thing uh, about down, that is yep. you're not going, yep. okay, I got to cover, you know, because I heard on this podcast, I got to hike six no. to ten miles to find no. out. It's the whole time it's being strategic about yep. where you're going to think and just hunting and then the miles pile up with yep. that. Reading contour sometimes, lines, yeah, too. Sometimes yeah. you can find them a mile in oh, yeah. or it could be five miles. So it just, yeah, could it just be 200 depends. yards. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Never know. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this. If you had to choose a rifle to use for elk hunting uh, as a beginner, wh what would you choose? Um, Let's break this into two parts because obviously the first order says our rifle because we believe in it. And then yeah. just like good calibers for a beginner. Yeah. No, <laughs> um, it goes back to the whole on the on the last on part one, we, we tackled a broadhead versus expandable thing. Yeah. And so where are you at? So with a rifle, I would say accuracy versus um, velocity maybe or size of the bullet or whatever and so yep. um, we've shot them with just about every caliber that we can that we feel ethical with um, I would like to see and it is happening uh, this just in sig is coming out with bigger calibers to suffice the elk side of um, things in the rifle category so super excited about that that will happen this next year but um, for now I mean a lot of elk have been killed with a a 308. A lot of elk yep. have been killed with a 30 out six. Yep. A lot. I mean, a 30 30. I mean, 30 caliber is pretty hard to get away from. But when you're saying like longer, bigger projectile, longer velocity, anywhere from that, I would say that 300 wind mag is a great round. Yeah. And there's so many calibers out there now. I mean, a seven mag's killed a lot of elk. Yep. Uh, you know, and now you got your 28 nozzlers that are awesome. You've got. You know, 300 Normas, you've got, I mean, all these different 338s, giant bullets. Um, 
It just it just depends on what, but don't shoot something that you're scared of. Well, and that's what I was just going to say because it's like Chelsea's first elk was she harvested that elk with a 243. Yeah. So it was perfect shot placement, but it was within her effective range. Yep. So distance, you know, caliber to distance is, I yeah. think, is a huge thing. Oh, yeah. And I'm not a big gun guy, but. I I've think shot a couple with the 6.5 Creedmoor, and yeah. you you can head down that rabbit hole of the <laughs> 6.5 if you want on your own time. But it's uh you know and very effective. It, yep. it shot placement and is... it was you know and it's really a good shooting gun. Um, and you know would I like to see a bigger bigger grain bullet? Sure, I would. Oh, 100 percent, yeah. 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 So, but, but I think it's also in the hunter that you know what they feel comfortable. Yes. With caliber wise and then distance, but you shoot an elk in the lungs, it's gonna die. It's gonna die. That's, 100%. I, I'll go yep. back to that every single time. I would so. say like it's a mix of whatever you can afford and whatever you're comfortable shooting, especially yes. like on the on the side of beginners. Find something 100%. that is a very common round, like Trent was saying, where there's a ton of great options for factory ammunition. Because if you're a beginner, chances are you're probably not going all the way down the rabbit hole of reloading and all that stuff. Ammunition's affordable. And it's just something that you can get out and just put reps through and then just focus on getting close. If there's anything that I could stress, I guess, closing this, I don't want to beat this horse, but if there's anything I could stress is get out there and shoot. Yes. It's just shoot. Yes, it is. You know, a a round of ammo is, yeah, it's getting expensive, I guess, and everything. But there's nothing that beats experience of just actually Mm -hmm. being under the gun and shooting rounds. So next question Sean uh, Kimmy three three eight. What advice do you have for scouting a new area? Steve, go ahead. So say you. I'll just set a little bit of a scenario here. Uh, you drew a tag in a unit that you've never been in, and so you already have you know your your boundaries of where you can hunt. Now breaking apart that unit, what are you looking for? So for me personally, last year Chase and I, who's <coughs> sitting right over there, we went to New Mexico in a unit where. We had no intel, no nothing, and I literally just, this is where Onyx, for me personally, comes in huge. Um, fortunately enough for me, I've had years of experience elk hunting to where, I guess, personally, I feel like I know kind of where to look to where I think elk are going to be, whether it's, you know, in September. I'm saying archery season because that's what I've mainly hunted, but you just have to really Dig deep into Onyx and just pick spots that you think personally to yourself that you feel confident that you might find elk and then have backup spots and then just start from point A and work through point B and just keep working your way through to. Yeah, I guess just like as far as like type A lists looking at that, you know, because you are speaking off years of experience and a lot of your stuff is off of intuition Um, for someone who doesn't have that. Just looking at a map, you're looking for. For big me personally, basins, I'm big looking timber patches. In September, it, it, depending on the terrain, like a lot of times I'm looking for dark timber, uh, north facing slopes with water, benches where the elk have a spot to bed. Because that time of year it's hot and that's where they're going to spend the majority of their time. So that's probably a lot of the spots that I look for first. Yeah. Personally, cover their, yeah, just cover there. They gotta have food and water. They gotta have food and water. They gotta have food and water. And, and a then place to bed. from that point, that's when we'll just start to circle and get bigger and bigger, and then just try to locate maybe if they're not right there, the next bench spot, the next bedding spot, the next watering spot, and just keep covering ground. And eventually, you'll and just to, you'll find them. 
Yeah, just to close this out, the biggest, I mean, this is the, probably the, one of the most questions that we get or advice I think that we give is if they're not where you think they are, leave. Yes, Don't keep looking. There and no. you elk are big animals. Yep. They make tracks. They make uh they tear up ground. They stink. They move. They yeah, they move around. You're gonna smell them. You're yep. gonna see tracks and you're gonna see animals if you're around them. If it, you're not around them, do not yes. just stay in that same area yes. and just be like, man, they were here last year yep. or yep. Uh, they should be here. No. Cover leave, gr- go go find them. Sometimes get you have truck, to cover ground. Drive five miles yep. and try it again. Yeah, sometimes you have to cover ground. Don't get hung up. Don't 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 hunt, you know, what you saw last time you were there or what you think you should see. Hunt the elk. Well, and I remember two or well, it was right before it's been a few years back at mm-hmm. the Hunt Expo when mm-hmm. we ran into that young couple. And remember the first year they spent their whole Whole, entire season in one spot. 21 21 days days. in one spot. Yep. And we were like, no, 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 you need to. They never saw an elk. Never saw an elk. Yeah. And then the next time they went, they dispersed, they covered ground, and I think they got one. I can't remember. I can't remember. It's been quite a few years, but it was like they actually started getting into a bunch of elk. So sometimes you have to cover a ton of ground. Got to move around. And we've done that. I I think, too, like for the e scouting portion, like, like they asked, you know, if you're relatively new, and maybe you've only seen elk in September twice, go back, look at where you saw those elk. Think, yep. look at the surrounding area. Okay, maybe you don't know why exactly those elk were there, but go find points that have things in common with those areas and reverse engineer it. Go look for more spots that are yeah. like ones that you know already hold elk. Yeah. And then when you go to those, you might find sign. Yeah, or you might yeah. not. And you might not, on. and you can keep moving. Put yeah. five of them on the list and then Shoot check the, it off. Shoot yep. the first thing. 100%. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yes. Muley Slayers underscore yeah. Inc. Great name. Yeah. Um, how do you pull a bull? How do you pull a stubborn bull out of thick jack furs? I think this could go for any any sort of thicket. Maybe you have a bull that's kind of willing to talk but hold up in a in a thicker bedding area. We experienced this this year on Trevor's hunt. We yeah. were within 50 yards of this bull the whole time, but we couldn't pull him out of his thick bedroom. And just being a Roosevelt hunter, I think for our our whole mentality of it is. Sometimes you got to get in there with him. Yeah. Get in there close and get on him. And he's got a realm. He's going to have this circle that he feels very comfortable in. And outside of that, he doesn't. But in that circle, he'll feel comfortable. If that's the case, get in there with him. Find a shooting lane. And and shoot him at five yards instead of 50. Especially if you have the cover to where you can get in. Yeah. We would rather have the cover, honestly. I would rather have the cover than hunt the wide open stuff. But – yeah, that would be my best advice is yeah. just go where they are. Uh, Wyatt R. Kelly. How do you respond to... Isn't he in prison? <laughs> Isn't he in prison? <laughs> R. Kelly? Yeah, he's, he's yeah, a bad he, person. He's a, dirty, he's a dirty dude. Yeah, okay. I don't think we talk about him. <laughs> okay. I don't know. This is, Wyatt, this is Wyatt R. Kelly. All right. All right. And Wyatt, I'm, I'm sorry. We just leaked you into that, but. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Bad company. (laughs) Yeah. All right, go ahead. Anyways, how do you respond to livestock being in an area you are hunting? Do you stay away or use it to help? We had this, uh, we talked about this the other day on, on actually my son, Wyatt, same name, his hunt, his deer hunt. I was talking with a good friend of mine, Denny, and uh, he said he noticed like 
they did the llama thing. He yeah. had a buddy that did the llama thing, and he said the elk were there until they moved in kind of around them with the llamas, and he said he felt like the llamas just, they hated llamas. They, well, I don't know if that's true or false. I was going to say sheep. I know sheep, sheep don't, don't want like, nothing to do. I don't know what the, I've heard they don't, elk the don't like smell sheep. differences between a llama and a sheep, but I know elk do not like sheep. I know it. I know I've heard the same thing, but I've also seen them right with cows before. I've seen them right with cattle. Well, right cattle, with cattle, but I think cattle are completely different from like a sheep or a llama type Correct, species. Correct, but, but I don't know the difference. I, I don't. No, I don't either. So what was the question again? Um, I would say so that would be something kind of like into. moon phases. We just hunt and then try to find the elk. Yeah, I mean, you know? uh, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, livestock though, we've shoot, we've had bulls bugle to cows mooing before. Yeah. I would say like, don't not go somewhere because there's livestock. Yeah, no. you know, like because there's a lot of wilderness yeah. stuff that have, yeah. that have free it. range. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, you should be able to spend a short amount of time and know if there's fresh elk sign. Yeah. in that area. I yeah. just wouldn't base your decision purely off the livestock. If they're not there, they're not there. Yeah, whatever. If they are there, yeah. don't think that the livestock are going to turn them off because they obviously don't care. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Ramirez seven. Any close bear or cougar encounters? Story time. Story time. Trent, any close bear cougar encounters? Um, man, I've had little, a few different bears. Bear. Uh, yeah, I, I've had a few different bears. I won't say charge, but like, you know, pop their teeth and do the woofing and stuff like that. But I've never had like somewhere where I thought I was really, really in danger. I'm trying to think of one. Have were they, I? Were they wounded? Have I told you? No. Anything? I don't think I have. I there was one my bear you really and Steve good. went after years ago. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, we, Steve already had shot that bear, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and yeah, I was scared for my life. Well, yeah. that's a story I'm, I'm thinking of. Uh, it didn't attack me, though. <laughs> <laughs> it, it already had a 300 wind mag <laughs> bullet somewhere through it. I don't know. I've, um, had some, I've had some hairy wounded bear experiences. I'm not going to get into those, but, but it's a little... I've never had one, and I've never had like a not a lie, uh, just chomping. Yeah, yeah. yeah sow with cubs. But those are the times you got to be stuff. a little bit popping, careful with chomping. But had not. them popping, I'm yeah. packing out an elk. They, you know, there was one popping its jaws. You know, I've been on Kodiak, seen Browns, nothing, nothing. nothing I've never, there. No. yeah. And then a cougar thing. I never, no. I've only never. seen probably six, eight cougars in my entire life, and none of those were <laughs> like, for a second or two. Yep, yeah, yep. they're just usually flashes. But nope. Uh, Buckley.10. Sorry, Jesse, that was probably not the exact answer you were looking for. Uneventful. Yeah. yeah. That was bad. Turns out they're not too scary. We're not awesome. Matt Elliott's still here. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Matt right. Elliott has a scary bear story from this year. Well, I don't know if it's scary. I, I just don't want to talk about my bear experiences. They're I, not they're not the greatest. He doesn't want to relive it. No. Doesn't want to relive That's it. how good they are. PTSD. Uh, Buckley.10. <laughs> if you could elk hunt any uh, over-the-counter tag and a, I guess what state would you pick if you had over-the-counter tag and I, I would have to go to Colorado just there's not a lot of states you can hunt over the counter yeah no, not I mean, anymore Oregon you can you know still but you still got to kind of pick a unit unless you're going to go west it's um, pretty much you have I would say Colorado is pretty much you, Idaho, have, you, you have Idaho Colorado but for just straight is there OTC in Idaho but it's limited that's is there the, the portal and everything that's for elk. you get a no, zone no I they have over the counter, but I don't call that over the counter because with the portal and everything, it's it's to, technically over the counter, but it's a weird. System. Here's my thing: if okay. you want to just go pick up a tag, yeah, Colorado is going to be your best option because yes. it has the most units for archery, and the most, and I think rifle too. I think I would, I would, but agree. they I would have agree. the highest elk population. But I'm not going to lie. At the same time, 
It's oh, got man. the most hunter density. Oh, so you're going to see a lot of people. You just have to try to find a way to get away from those people. Yeah. yeah. In Oregon, That's it. you can do it, but now it's Roosevelt only for yeah. over and the counter. So, yeah. So you're dealing with a lot of brush and still a lot of people. That's tough, but it, I would say if, at the end of the day, it's still got to be it's, Colorado. Yeah. For yeah. now, it's Colorado. For opportunity. For opportunity. Uh, I don't know what this username is. There's a lot of letters in weird places. It just next hunt. What's what's next on the on the docket for us? Next hunt. Well, right now we're sitting in the barn in the rain, <laughs> but we do have a fire. We so, do. Yeah, it's nice and warm. Um, yeah, we're doing some waterfowl stuff right now. Yep. Yeah, and then it comes up on turkey season. Chase is jacked about that. Ch- super jacked. He's ready. He's ready to go where it's cold, windy, and wet. And we're gonna go where it's warm and sunny. Warm. We're gonna start hunting. Love you, bud. So gonna start hunting like Hawaii or something. In the fall, we've got yeah. So then the bear season starts. Spring bear. So the next stuff, the next hunt to be filmed on the Born Race Channel, spring bear. Spring bear. Yeah. And on the Flyway Channel, if you guys haven't seen that, that's where all our waterfowl turkey content lives. We're filming stuff for the Flyway as we speak. So. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, stay tuned. But uh, we've got a ton more hunts still we do. Yeah, uh, we've got left some... in the hopper from this last season. So, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Um, Andy Grass 77, have you ever hunted in Utah? If not, do you plan on it anytime soon? I'd love to, but it's just a harder draw uh, state. And... Yeah, it's uh, – I'm getting up there in points finally to where opportunities are a lot higher for me. So, yeah, eventually I will – Definitely hunt Utah, but not yet. Not yet. Well, I was hoping you guys would go a little longer on that question. Well, Let then me get do your job on. and have another question what do you ready. Want? <laughs> um, See? You got to have a sh- cash beep. ton of points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cash, yeah, I'll take some cash. Cash dot something that starts with an H. Uh, most, memorable, most memorable hunt ever. I'll probably mm. hand this one to Steve because I know what Trent's answer is. <laughs> that I don't know? Yeah. I don't know. Go ahead, Steven. My most memorable hunt, for me personally, yeah, is uh, the Gobbler Bull, Trent and I. <laughs> that, yeah, for me personally, <laughs> that's... Yeah, that's a good one. We turkey hunted and elk hunted <laughs> on the same night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've... I had hunted, that was, I'm not sure exactly years. I think that might have been 12 years for me to kill the biggest Roosevelt. That's that giant. That's so, giant. I mean, that was like, for me personally, that was a pinnacle of elk hunting for me was that night, that afternoon. You that and was I, a big one. Yeah, that was, that that was, was huge a for me. giant elk, too. Super cool hunt. And it's, I know it's not all about the, the size of the elk, but just how that hunt transpired where I went up because we, we couldn't make it out the night before. And I ran up right after work, blue jeans, t-shirt sound checked to Canyon. Finally got a bull to crack off. We got off early Came the next back, day yep. and we worked into that bottom. We worked down the Canyon. We worked up mm-hmm. the Canyon, not knowing how big that bull was until actually we called him in. So, I mean, for me personally, that was like shot him at what? Four yards. Yeah. It was four or five yards. That was super Wasn't close. That so, one's awesome. Wasn't yeah. very far. Um, Whoa, you guys aren't going to do your most? My favorite hunt oh, is yeah. the next hunt that we go on. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite hunt. I'm I, just thinking back. I'm was, excited. I totally agree with you, Stephen. But, but as far as like, every hunt's oh, awesome. I mean, I could yeah. say the ones with my dad yeah. were awesome. The yeah. ones with Trevor and my brother. But ones with Steve were best. Yeah. Ones, I, I, man, I just and 
to be totally honest with you, I can't remember half of them. Honestly, I can. Is uh, that crazy? Steve, Steve can remember everything. I remember every, every single thing. I Sorry, remember baby, everything. What's going on the wall? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, I was at Trevor's. The, when we were, I was dropping off decoys. I walked in. I walked right into his garage. Oh yeah. And there was a year, and I'm like, hey, dude, that was, that was, oh, your really? bo- that was your lunch bowl. Lunch bowl. And he oh. goes, yep. And it's like, I just walked in, and I saw it's been years yeah. since he shot that bowl. And I walked. There's just something for me personally. You have a good memory. <laughs> with some things, not everything, but right. just there's. Hunts, <laughs> what it is. I can remember a lot. I think, yeah, I, think that's, that's, I would probably say that's a huge thing for me to be able to remember just all the awesome experiences that yeah. we've had. It's been amazing. We've had a lot of them. Yeah, we have. It's been pretty fortunate. Noah, uh, say, yep. my, say my name. Uh, <laughs> say my name. <laughs> I don't think I can. Like I remember a lot, but I don't. I don't think I have a favorite. Yeah, at this point, I think in the last Trent I'll took me like, somewhere and I shot a giant Roosevelt. You better say that. Yeah. I mean, oh, <laughs> you could say my name if you want to. Okay, I mean, I'm but not that's making probably, you, that's but. not my most. Uh, I would say in the last two years, my most memorable would probably be Trent's bull this year. Which, if you're listening to this podcast, this video just came out, so you could actually look up our oh, probably yeah. our most recent. Um, our most recent episode on the channel yeah. is transmissible from this year, and mm. and not necessarily because the hunt was necessarily hard. It was like first spot we pulled up to and bugled, we found him. <laughs> but just like the teamwork that transpired and how that all went down, and it was just Roller we had coaster. almost the whole crew there. It was just a pretty cool experience. Roller coaster. So uh, that's next question before you get <laughs> choked up over me. <laughs> Trent just wants to get past this one. <laughs> Touch let's, a subject. Let's just get, get uh, <laughs> move on. He says, "What's your on. favorite state to elk hunt in?" So let's just—I'll set another scene here. Points aside, you can do it every year. Oh shoot! What's oh, your, what's mine just changed. What's going to be your favorite state? Oh, points aside. If you could only, let's just say, if you could only elk hunt one state for the rest of your life, what would it be? Well, that's not fair. But no. yeah, I mean. <laughs> Arizona wasn't terrible. Well, no, Arizona <laughs> wasn't horrible at all. Oh, we can't say New Mexico. Guess, Arizona, wait, wait, Arizona or New Utah, Mexico. Or I've you? never hunted. <laughs> I can't say. say. Obtainably? Obtainably Like, hunt. as a resident, you could hunt okay. every every other year. As a resident, you can hunt every other year? Or, what, I mean, or what, it's just as a hunter that you could apply for and draw every few years. I, answer whatever you... I don't Wyoming. Know. Wyoming, yeah. 100%. 100%. Wyoming. It's hard, to, just, it's hard to for beat. us. It's just been the the country, the experiences yeah. that we've had there. It's just for the us, people. Wyoming, the people. your guys' first out of state adventure, right? So it probably yeah. holds a little bit of a special it does. place it, in it your does heart. Hold. But over yeah. the years, just the people. But I've hunted Montana too a few different times, and I'm 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 not jazzed about Montana elk hunt. I've never had a good elk hunt in Montana. But I think Wyoming for us has just been like you said, the consistent people too consistent. Um, the the country that yeah. just everything about Wyoming is you hunt with a bow and then you go well that wasn't successful I'm with a rifle so I'm gonna grab a gun <laughs> I mean you can't do that in a lot of but places I can't complain about New Mexico Arizona either uh, no no <laughs> we, we've been very had, fortunate you've had good luck um, yeah, yeah I've like been very fortunate two biggest bulls of your life good luck yeah, yeah it's not so, it's but for me personally Wyoming <laughs> is it holds a special place for sure 
I have a feeling when you draw, when you draw Nevada, I think it's going to have a special place. I hope it does. Steve, <laughs> Steve's getting to the point where he has so many points in every state that every single state's going to have a pretty special a place. A very in, special place in my mind. Pretty, pretty, pretty soon my, here, my, my here in Pennsylvania and Iowa are going to have a pretty yeah. special place. Kentucky, in probably my choice. In my, <laughs> my, my wife is not happy about it. Special place. <laughs> Uh, we'll end on a good one here. We got to do some uncuts after this. Um, Brandy Ann Willis. Uh, I'm going to choose this question because I think we'll all know Trent's answer. So, uh, favorite meal made out of elk hamburger? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, let's go around uh, the circle. Hey, 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 Trent will go I last. Think mine is going to be very far off from your guys's. Yeah, it is. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, my answer would be. Elk burgers, probably, or chili. Okay, wow. And I think we should all go around and say what we think Trent's is going to be. Trent's is going to be haystacks. Well, that's just taco meat with elk hamburger. Yeah, but and it's what's got your elk favorite burger. meal made out of elk hamburger? It's a pretty straightforward yeah. question. It's pretty straightforward. Haystacks are legit. They are legit. I love haystacks. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I love them. I, I like haystacks for about 30 days out of the year. <laughs> well, but you think go, it's all, all of September. Go. It's only 31, right? <laughs> You go hunting with Trent, it's haystacks every night. Well, it's simple, and I didn't see what you brought, so, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm on the clock. I know, exactly. You should have you you brought more. You hold for, a meeting, your employees don't bring the food. I didn't see that on the seminar. I'd say for me, it's a, it's a good elk burger and haystacks. Those are my two favorite. So let's period. explain to the people what haystacks are. Uh, yeah, so it's everybody. Here we go. You can you can go a lot of different directions with this, and you'd be wrong. Okay, uh, <laughs> there's only one way. Haystack is his own thing. Yes. It's not taco salad. No, okay, it's haystack. The fact it's that not, you had to preface with it's not taco salad it's not, means it's taco salad. It's not nachos. No, okay, no, no it's a uh, it's a good layer of chips smashed up with your hands, and then uh, I like to do the cheese on the bottom because I'm out. The yeah. No, cheese is good Steve for you, Steven. Minus and cheese on my hands. Anyway, and then the <laughs> elk burger on top of the cheese so it melts into the chips. And then the, get the lettuce on top of that and then the tomatoes. And then if you get real fancy with it, you know, you got the onions. Yeah, and ranch. Pickles. Walla Walla sweets. Walla Walla sweets Oh, it can go a lot. Yeah. And some tomatoes. Good, some good salsa. Oh, tapatio. Smothered in tapatio. Yeah. Base picante. And then Uncle yeah. Dan's ranch. Yeah. Like like a snowy yeah. hill on the top. Yeah, that's not a taco salad. That's a haystack. That's a haystack. Yeah, so big difference. Taco salad. We will end it with that. <laughs> um, Noah's not allowed on the next one. So <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for uh, everybody that put in questions. Uh, we really really appreciate it, and we'll do more of these actually, in in the upcoming months. I think I, they're they're a lot of fun, and yeah, they provide, it is fun. If they provide any value. Um, we we hope that's the case for you guys. So. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.